When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Earlier this morning, England kicked off their World Cup campaign in Qatar in dominant fashion, netting six goals against Iran. Yep, Iran had a bit of a crack, but weren't good enough. However, as much as they try, it's been impossible to escape the ongoing drama and controversy from this World Cup. To touch on their win... And the team's frustration with FIFA. We have our good mate Harry Simeo on the line with us from up there Hazza. in the UK. Hazza. How you going, mate? I'm good, guys. How are you? Yeah, we're really good, mate. Have you um, belted out It's Coming Home Yet, Harry? Is it, that song ruminate, <laughs> ruminating through England at the moment? Uh, it, it's starting to catch on, I'm telling you. It's, it's starting to catch on. I'm one of those people that likes to wait a little bit longer uh, before going overboard. I mean... Iran was a game that England were expected to win. I think there was a little bit of apprehension going into it just because in recent tournaments, England have struggled against sides that they should be beating. They've struggled to break down sides that have sat back and been very defensive and stubborn in their approach. But obviously getting the goal uh, when they did in the first half, I think, was, was key today because it just opened the floodgates and they exposed a really, really poor Iranian side. But at the same time... You can only beat what's in front of you, and you've got to give England immense credit for not just winning the game, but going on and winning it so convincingly. <laughs> There's uh, obviously I saw a, I saw a f- uh, flag or a little a little something written on a piece of sheet that said it's coming home, but I don't know about Harry Maguire. So what's the faith like with Harry Maguire at the back, mate? Are people still got <laughs> trust in him to do the job? Um, look, I think when he was selected for the squad, I think there was a lot of people that disagreed with that decision. He's not been playing for Manchester United. He's not been in good form for quite some time now at club level. But what you have to say about Harry Maguire is that he's very rarely let England down and Gareth Southgate uh, down. And I think what you've got there is you've got that trust in the sort of player-manager relationship. And maybe we don't see it from the outside looking in. um, But, you know, Gareth Southgate obviously has faith in him. And there was a few players in that squad that, you know, there was raised eyebrows around their inclusion. But at the end of the day, when you think about the fact that Gareth Southgate has taken England to the semi-finals of the last World Cup, the final of the Euros, which is something they hadn't achieved for you know since 1966. Prior to that, you have to say yeah. that he's done a good job and he's kind of earned the trust. And 
you know, the, the mood here in the UK in the lead up to this World Cup has been really mixed because you've got the kind of diehards who say, well, he's done brilliantly. He's earned our trust. And you've got the other side of that who say he's actually the reason that England didn't go on and win either of those two competitions. I'm a little bit in the middle. I think there are things that Gareth Southgate does that he could do better. I think there are decisions that he makes that do baffle at times. But I think overall, you know, the job he's done is, is better than most England managers in my lifetime. And I think you've got to give him the benefit of the doubt at this stage. Yeah. And Maguire is one of those players that if he performs, it's a masterstroke from Southgate. But if he fails, then it's all on Southgate again as well. So he's kind of uh, living or dying by the Harry Maguire sword, shall we say. <laughs> you, can't yeah. win, you can't win if you're the English um, football coach. I've been watching them since Paul Gascoigne went out there and played for them. Um, are you... Are you um, like a believer in the formation that they're using, Harry, that four-three-three at the moment. So I think it makes a lot more sense than than the five-man defence that we've seen England use in the previous tournaments. But I, I say that based on the opposition that they played today, and based on the group, which is a group that they should really top and should really win. But I would understand if later on in the tournament Gareth Southgate felt the need to revert back to that system, the back five. Um, you know, yes, having the additional midfielder is great in terms of creativity and getting forward. But unfortunately for England, I don't think they have the best individuals at centre-back especially. And I think Gareth Southgate probably will look at it and think, I need to reinforce that against stronger opposition later in the tournament. If you play the Brazils, the Argentinas, the Frances, you're going to need that extra strength in the middle of the park. So I think the formation he went with today worked and is the right thing for now. But I just wonder if he'll revert back to what's worked in the past against some of the bigger nations later on. Qatar, mate, it's been uh, spoken about all the controversy that's been involved lead up to this. What have you made of the start of the tournament in Qatar? And do you think, do you get a sense that FIFA will be regretting siding with the host nations so much during this, particularly with what's been going on in Qatar? Yeah, I think there are some issues that, you know, they're, they're just in, there's some things that are indefendable. And, and, you know, FIFA have been, in my opinion, a little bit silly in trying to kind of come out and defend certain issues and certain actions. Um, at the end of the day, though, as I've said to people all week and sort of in the build-up to this World Cup, it's too late now. This decision was made, what, 12 years ago to give them the World yeah. Cup? And in all that yeah. time, you know, yeah, we've heard murmurings about it and we've heard bits and pieces here and there, but... Ultimately, you're not going to get the World Cup changed a week before it starts. So for me, it feels like all the noise is, it, it should be there and it's, it's right to highlight these issues. But it just feels like, you know, the tournament started now. Let's, let's watch the football. Let's enjoy the football. If we can use the football to send the right messages and to, to impact change, then great. But all this kind of bashing of the tournament now that it's underway just doesn't make sense to me. It's, you know, it should have been done 10 years ago at the end of the day. Yeah, it's a fair point, Harry. Hey, before we let we, get, we let you go, mate, we need you to appraise and rank, if you can, our sweepstake teams here. So there's five of us on the show, oh, okay. and we have got... <laughs> okay. It shouldn't be too hard for you. You'll be able to do off the top of your head. We've got uh, Joe with Brazil. We've got Nepia with Mexico. We've got Izzy with Belgium. I've got the Dutch, and Kimpy's got <laughs> Wales. Put me, at the back, put me at the back for a reason, I think, Harry. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I think I think Brazil is obviously the strongest one. Uh, no question about that. Uh, Mexico could potentially be a dark horse, so I'd be interested to see how that one goes. 
Belgium are another one of those teams that fall into the dark horse category for me. It wasn't so long ago that they were ranked number one in the world, but uh, it's an ageing side uh, in a lot of areas, and I worry about that. Uh, Wales, look, I think Wales could easily get through the group, and then from then on, it's knockout football. Who knows? Oh, and yeah. remind me who we oh, got. Hey, some of the fits. And Netherlands, and Netherlands. <laughs> Netherlands, yeah. I watched the Netherlands earlier today, actually, and I didn't think they were that great against Senegal. Oh, I thought it was a pretty easy yes. match. <laughs> but but they, got, they got all three points, and that's what matters. So uh, they should get through that group as well. And again, it's knockout football. That's what people forget. Anything can happen in a one-off game. Anything can happen in a penalty shootout. So who knows? Hey, Harry, well, I'll tell you what, you just get all your money and you go and like, get another mortgage on your house, put it all on Wales because they're going to bring it home, son. <laughs> get out. <laughs> Harry, send me out of the UK. Thanks for joining us this morning on Kempi and Izzy for breakfast, mate. We love talking here, everything football. I'll tell you what, I'm a believer that 4-3-3 formation. The boys here aren't. They've got no idea what I'm talking about, but uh, I know you understand what I'm saying, Harry. Thanks a lot for joining us this morning. Cheers, guys. Thank you. Cheers. Shaw has. <laughs> Kempi, honestly. She's Ricky Herbert over here. You surprised me, eh? Oh, mate. All that know, going, back, going back to my days, my Glenn Hoddle days. <sighs> oh, just rolling it out. The old Leo Bertos, seven away from eight. <laughs> All right, back after this is his bomb scope. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.